You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for our Forces of Destiny recap. I'm your host, Cassie Scutch, and today we are talking Season 2, Episode 9 of Forces of Destiny, which is Chopper and Friends. Um, Yet again, I've been a little absent lately. Um, I am currently in my uh, last month of my high school career. Um, which means while I'm at school, I'm pretty much not doing anything at all. Um, when I'm at home, there's a lot of studying for various exams, and that's been taking up a lot of my time. And we'll get into what else has been taking up a little bit of my time here when we get into news, um, because we'll go ahead and start off with some rumors. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but we talked about this a little bit with the uh, Resistance finale uh, is that we're hoping for the Benioff and Wise trilogy to be Old Republic. And here's another thing that's been taking up a little bit of my time. Um, during that uh, podcast, I mentioned that I had not seen Game of Thrones. And with the final season coming out, I decided, oh, what better time to start Game of Thrones? Um, and if any of you all... Uh, most of you, I'm guessing, uh, are fans and have seen Game of Thrones, so you know that one cannot simply binge watch it without, you know, taking up all of your time doing it. I ended up making it through the entire series in a little over two weeks, a little less than three weeks. Um, so that that's also, you know, a little bit my fault. Uh, whatever, it's very good. Um, as m- many of you guys know, um, and so it gives me a little bit more of perspective on this Benioff and Wise uh, movie trilogy and the thought of that being an old Republic story now that I've seen Game of Thrones makes me so much more excited um, and hopefully hopefully that's where they go with it. I don't know if the... I saw a couple things saying, you know, Kathleen Kennedy um, said something about uh, there being 
something Old Republic in the works. Uh, I don't know if any of those reports were true or not. But if that is not the Benioff and Wise uh, trilogy, then I'm going to be sorely disappointed. Um, because when I think Old Republic, I think very similar to kind of the Game of Thrones uh, tone and how that goes through. And I'm excited to see, uh, hopefully... Uh, we won't get quite as dark as Game of Thrones um, here in Star Wars, but I'm hoping that with uh, Benioff and Wise, we can maybe get something that is not quite as kid-friendly as what we're used to um, with, you know, the saga films, uh, which is, it's going to be great. Um, and so just lots of thinking about that. Um, and now, you know, now more than ever <laughs> have I realized how perfect them doing um, that Old Republic would be. Um, and, and like I said before, you know, if anybody is going to be able to pull that off, it's the two of them. Um, they've had plenty of practice with uh, that type of story. And I would love to see Star Wars in more of a, of, of that kind of tone. And um, a little bit less, you know, not saying that Star Wars in the past has not been so kind of grungy, I guess, and kind of, you know, dark, but it would be really interesting to get to see a story a little bit like that, and oh, I'm just more excited than ever uh, after kind of hearing some of those rumors, um, but again, I, I don't, I couldn't figure out whether or not they were rumors or not, but, uh, they better not be. <laughs> and so that's exciting. Um, we also have some books that were um, announced on May the 4th, um, just the lead up to The Rise of Skywalker, which, by the way, I guess I haven't really talked to you guys since Celebration. Obviously, we have um, plenty of news coming with Celebration, but Mike and I have already kind of covered that uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so if you want to hear all about Celebration, which I'm sure you already know, all of that, um, you can go back and listen to uh, the last podcast. Um, but in the lead up to Rise of Skywalker, there's going to be a couple books um, because obviously we have a little bit of a uh, time jump. And so there's um, there's multiple children's books and there are a couple young adult novels. And I think those are going to be interesting to see um, because they're being released before the Rise of Skywalker. And they will be, you know, a couple of them are featuring Finn, Poe, and Rey. Um, and we've gotten a little bit of their story post uh, The Last Jedi in the Poe Dameron comic, but nothing um, giving us that much information. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how much of that time period they're going to give us in these novels. Um, and how those are going to be able to uh, play back into the movie. Um, and I'm excited for those. I obviously, I love anything that, you, there will be things that you can pick out from the books that are going to go into the movies. Um, I, I'm saying that without a doubt. And so I'm, I'm interested to see that. Um, and I think it's it's good to give a little bit of context after the after that time jump. Um, just coming back into the story um, later on, uh, obviously with uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, you know, it was 
within minutes of, you know, the movie ending, but it'll be good to see what our characters were up to um, in between the times of the two movies. Um, and so I just think it's interesting. I'm really glad that we're going to be getting to see um, some of that, um, even if I think the one that is promised to be Finn, Poe, and Ray is more of a children's book. Um, if I don't if I remember correctly and I yeah I don't I don't have the list of books with me right now but there's probably like five of them and you know I, th I think I will get some information there and I'm excited to see that um also lastly with news uh unfortunately Chewbacca himself the greatest co-pilot in the galaxy Peter Mayhew uh passed away a few weeks ago I'm sorry about my dogs um this is really like we're like I've said before, you know, when we were talking um, about John Williams uh, finishing up uh, the score for uh, Rise of Skywalker, you know, uh, it's been 40 years and the, a lot of these people are not going to live forever, um, especially those who were in the original um, trilogy. It's really unfortunate. And yeah, I think what's important is that the entire community, you know, we we fight and everybody's angry, but when something like this happens, we all kind of rally and you know, there there is common ground in the fact that you know, we do love these characters and we do love the actors and especially those actors who have been here for a while um and who've been a part of it for a while. Um and it, it was great to see how the fan base kind of reacted to this. Um, you know, it was very sad, but uh, it's very much, you know, everybody comes together and, you know, we all mourn uh, as a family. And, um, you know, I think that that's, that's something to be noted. Um, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's tragic. Um, but we were lucky um, in this sense because I think when Carrie Fisher passed away, it was it was kind of unexpected. It it was completely unexpected, and you know there were no contingency plans for her character. Obviously, we have Jonas Suatama, who has been playing Chewie uh, in the last few films. You know, being mentored by Peter himself, and so you know, Chewie's gonna live on uh, through Jonas and or Jonas. Is that his name? Jonas? And I think that's all we can hope for. I think that he's done a great job and he will continue to do a great job and he will continue to portray Chewie in the way that Peter, Peter did um, in the way that he was always meant to be portrayed. Um, I don't want to get too much into sadness. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get on into the episode. Calculate the jump, Chop. How is my boyfriend doing? Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! No! 
So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. Following the Battle of Endor, Chopper is playing spears with two Ewoks outside the Ghost when General Harrison Dula tells him to stop it because a comm scan has picked up some leftover Imperial TIE fighters that are headed to the Ewok village. She tells them they have to get to the Ghost. Chopper protests, but Hera tells him that it is just you and me. The Ewoks speak to Chopper before he and Hera debark aboard the Ghost. The Ghost flies into the skies above Endor and runs into several TIE fighters. A dogfight ensues, and Hera tells Chopper to get to the guns. The droid responds that they have a new crew and introduces Hera to the Ewoks. Hera is upset because she thinks that the Ewoks are only good at fighting on the ground. Hera reluctantly tells Chopper and the Ewoks to get to it. As the two ties exchange fire with the ghost, one of the Ewoks cl climbs to the top gun turret while Chopper and the other Ewok ma man the rear gun turrets. Despite being too short, the Ewok manages to fire sh several shots. She shoots at one of the TIE fighters, causing it to collide with the second one. Following the dogfight, Hera compliments Chopper's crew for doing a good job and says, let's take them home. Alright, so for being honest, <laughs> this episode's pretty lame. Um, isn't anything really in there that's, I guess, the, the exchange and the way that this went down maybe is new. Uh, however... You know, we're not getting any information that we didn't already have. Um, not really. You know, we did know that there were some Imperial stragglers after the Battle of Endor. Obviously, uh, the Galactic Civil War didn't end until a year later um, at Jakku. And so, you know, the dog, these dogfights with the holdout TIE fighters um, isn't, isn't really new news. Um, it's something we haven't seen a whole ton of, but we're aware that it happened. It, this is just not an episode that really needed to exist, I guess. You know, if, if you would talk about this in terms of, you know, a full-length show, um, this would definitely be a filler episode. Um, and so we're not really going to get too much into uh, this one in particular. I think the lesson of that episode, if they were trying to make one, is, you know, don't underestimate people. Um because I guess Hera underestimated the Ewoks and then, you know, they were able to shoot. But in this situation, um, Ewoks would never be able to, to, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, they could never be able to, you know, shoot at TIE fighters and take them out. But, you know, even we know that Ewoks are um, not, not exactly the most eloquent creatures and I think it's it's outside of the realm it's I mean it's not it's not outside of the realm of possibility but it's unlikely um that they would have been able to pull this off um so when when you talk about you know selective canon I I don't want to think of this episode here as canon um because I think that Ewoks in, in themselves are supposed to be primitive and not as intelligent you know they're intelligent but they are not supposed to be quite as intelligent as humans and yes they're great warriors on the ground like Harris said but um not in the air you know that's not anything that they've ever had experience with and even experienced um 
experienced gunners, you know, won't always be able to take out those ties. Um, and so it was just, it was just one of those things where I was like, ah, oh, this, this didn't need, no, I, I don't, again, selective canon, this isn't, um, isn't, isn't in my personal canon. Um, I, I mean, it was good to see hair on indoor again. Um, this episode came out brief uh very briefly after the finale of rebels and so of course you know i was looking down the hallway at the end when the ewoks come out and i was waiting for jason to stick out his head of course that didn't happen um but that would have been a great um that would have been a great little addition although that would also mean that hera brought jason to the battle of endor which is questionable parenting um <laughs> But it would have it would have been good to see having having had this come out so soon after, uh, the Rebels finale. Um, it just the Ewoks being able to take out the Tie Fighters makes the Empire look bad, and there's a lot of that, you know. And people talk about, you know, obviously storm stormtroopers aren't always, you know, they miss a lot and. There's a lot of times where the Empire is not made to be that formidable of an enemy. And I think that lessens um, that lessens everything that happens in the original trilogy. And so when something like this is added in, you know, it's it ch it cheapens everything else that happens. Um, and I think they I think they needed something. I think they needed an episode to make they thought oh kids like Ewoks will do this um, and I think this is kind of where Forces of Destiny kind of started to decline um, and there are a couple episodes after this that I think are very good but this one is not one of them um, and it just they didn't they didn't think making making it and um, it just it really cheapens every other achievement made by a, a hero in something else you know when an ewok can take out tie fighters um and i don't appreciate it i think you know i we are supposed to believe that ewoks are you know at least someone intelligent but they are not capable of that um maybe if they got really lucky but there were two tie fighters um and so I just, I wasn't a huge fan of this. Um, something I think, you know, and I think if they were were planning on doing a third season of Forces of Destiny, which at this point I don't think they are, um, it, I think they were setting up for another episode about Chopper befriending the Ewoks. Um, you know, at the beginning of the episode, you know, they're, they're playing with spears or the Ewoks seem to be teaching Chopper how to use a spear. Um, and I'd love to see, I think that there could be a story there that blends in. Um, and I think that would be a good, uh, episode of Forces of Destiny to come, um, is seeing how that kind of relationship started because knowing, uh, Chopper, I think he would be extremely apprehensive around the Ewoks, uh, to begin with. And I think that'd be an interesting thing to explore, um, just anything to make this episode a little bit more interesting, anything to, uh, 
connect it to something else, anything to make it in any way purposeful because it didn't really serve any purpose. Um, and when people talk bad about Forces of Destiny, I I hate to say it, but these are the kind of episodes that like I, I, I see your point a little bit. Um, again, I love Forces of Destiny, but there are some problems and this episode is definitely one of them. Um, I think we could have gotten much interesting we could have gotten a very interesting story had we left the Ewoks out. Not an interesting story, but I think we could have gotten great things with Hera um, and her piloting skills had we left the Ewoks out and maybe added uh, two more uh, ex or TIE fighters. I think that would have been ten times better than this, um, is, is seeing, you know, Hera, you know, God forbid, seeing Hera in an X-Wing um, taking out TIEs. That would have been 10 times better than this, if not more. Um, and I think that's a missed opportunity. And I don't know why they decided that this was an episode that needed to be done with Ewoks. Um, again, it cheapens things. But if, you know, you had Hera taking out a bunch of ties, that would have furthered her character and it wouldn't have lessened um, the Empire. And, you know, it's just, she seemed... She seemed, she's fierce, you know, she is an incredible pilot and to see her kind of getting, needing the help of an Ewok is, is something that like, I just, I can't get behind. Um, I have nothing against Ewoks. They just, they can't, they can't be given this kind of power I guess like they don't need to be able to do certain things you know their only purpose really in Return of the Jedi you know they were ground troops and they did help but like they were brought in to sell toys um and they're there to be cute but they're not there to really fight um I mean they fight but you know what I mean <laughs> um and so I just I couldn't I couldn't get behind this episode and I I don't have a whole lot to talk about with it just because that and you know I just kind of watched it and I was like I don't really want to talk about this um it would have been something to I just yeah if I could have skipped doing an episode on this one I definitely would have um but I think that you know obviously I sh should come on here and I should talk about every episode whether they're good or whether they're bad this one was just bad um I don't even I don't even know where to go with this uh, it's just, we didn't need it. And Forces of Destiny is supposed to be about the girls. And I didn't have a problem. I did not have a problem when we went and had the episode of Luke. Um, I thought that that was, that was okay because it's Luke. It's Luke Skywalker. And that had an important story. That was such a good episode. Um, but this, you know, it's not even about Hera. Um, and it's not a good story. It doesn't have a good, it doesn't have a good message. It doesn't connect to anything and it just it only it does more harm than good um and I can't I can't really talk about this episode anymore uh than that because it's just it wasn't it didn't have that much going on it was just we're gonna get in here and you're gonna shoot them and that's what the entire episode was um it just felt very much you know not not thought out it didn't feel very thought out and uh that was disappointing for me um I think that's all we're going to talk about this week. Um, 
school gets out in two weeks and I'm done binging Game of Thrones. So I will be much more active um, coming up. Uh, again, I apologize. These last couple months of my life have been insane. Um, and uh, I finished my math final today. I took my AP chemistry exam last week. I'm good. So I will be back. I promise. I've said it a million times before. I promise this time I'm back. I'm I'm here. I'm finishing this out. We have like seven more episodes. Um, and we're going to we're going to have it done mid-July or beginning of July. I promise you that. All right. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, stay up, you can stay up to date on all the latest in Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Rebels Podcast and on Twitter at Rebels Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Rebel Cells. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Cassie Scutch. That's C-A-S-S-I-E-S-C-U-T-C-H. Uh, and of course, we're part of the Thunderquack Network. Head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the network. And if you'd like to support us, you can do that in one of two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to check out all the great merch that we have. Um, again, like I've said before, I have this pair of leggings that has Starbird on it. I have my Starbird sweatshirt. I love it. Um, and you can get, like, t-shirts, mugs, phone cases, uh, stickers, anything. Like, anything. Um, and... The second way you can support us is by going to patreon.com slash thunderquack. Your monthly pledge gives you access to cool exclusives like the Thunderquack podcast and the Thunderquack group on Facebook. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and we're going to be back next week with Monster Misunderstanding. <laughs>